officially recording now. <laughs> Getting my makeup on. Alright. And not only that, we need to light the candle. We're lighting a candle. We are lighting a candle. Is there no fluid in here? Oh, it's dying! We have lit the candle. Good energy. Hello, lovely people. <laughs> Welcome back to Speak Your Truth with NCV. I'm your host, Nia, and this is the podcast where we talk about some real shit. Like, some real life shit. <laughs> and you just might want to hear it. So, grab your tea, grab your wine. Grab your water. Today I got water. <laughs> and grab your weed or whatever you use to wind down. Let's get into this. Wait. That was good ASMR. Hold on. <clears throat> Today the setup on the YouTube video is a little different. We're in a different location currently. Um, seeing how I almost broke my neck. <laughs> In the last episode, in the pilot, you know, we're just gonna have to reorganize. We're gonna sit in the living room today. <laughs> oh, we're not risking breaking our neck today. Okay. So today we're juxtaposing pros and cons of selfishness versus selflessness while coming to terms with the advantages of both and how to apply both positively in your life. Did I say there's advantages to both? Yes. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. There's advantages to both selfishness and selflessness. So let's get into this. When we think of selfishness, many negative connotations are associated with the term. Um, some of those terms would be self-centered, egocentric, not caring, basically all about you. You know, the reason why there's so many negative connotations and a stigma around being selfish is because plenty of times people mistaken this for being not caring. However, this is just due to a misunderstanding and not really grasping the, the intent behind being selfish for oneself. Side note, some may prefer the term selffulness. However, I am neutral with this term. But the issue with it is that I acknowledge that the term selfulness can, can put a more negative light on selfishness. And that's not what I want to do today. Today, I want us to understand that there is positives and negatives. There is a balance of both. It's all subjective, honestly. Anyways, in order to cater to yourself optimally, you must withhold a certain level of selfishness within. This will allow you to cultivate the ability to care for you, focus on you, tend to you, understand you, to be you, which then permits you to instinctually radiate eternal love and carry out selfless acts for other human beings. As you're aware of how to care for yourself and you know yourself in and out, otherwise you're being selfish with yourself. Think about it, if you don't put yourself first, and you put others first, do you really have time to analyze your thoughts, your wants, your needs, your emotions, your well-being? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I believe if you're not setting aside time to analyze these aspects, you become lost in who you think you are. You'll have no sense of self, no personality, no individuality. You lose authenticity 
you lose you. If that is to be the case, then how can you truly be selfless and help others when you don't even know how to care for you? Well, you can't. (laughs) You just can't. Even more into that, if you aren't putting yourself first, then you won't function and feel at your best. And that energy can be sensed and absorbed by others around you, as well as drain you. And honestly, this is something we should avoid. And to do that, you must be mindful and acknowledge when you don't put yourself first. And then act on it by choosing to be selfish for yourself. So I think it's very important that you're first aware that you're not selfish and then you do the action of caring for yourself. Another thing I want to mention is that when it comes to selfishness, honestly, it's all about self-care. So a lot of times we want to juxtapose it with negative behavior and it's not that's not necessarily how selfishness can work. Selfishness can work itself in positive ways. And some examples of acts of selfishness for yourself includes treating yourself. Um, This could be eating alone, going to the beach to clear your mind or to self-reflect, or pampering yourself with self-care days. And that can be you doing masks and, you know, just making smoothies and filling yourself with healthy foods or exercising. Another act of selfishness that you can do is saying no. Having no obligation and saying no to favors that you don't want to do or can't fulfill is not wrong. You don't need to say yes every time. Yeah, newsflash, you, you, let me say that one more time. You don't need to say yes every time. If someone guilts you for this, then they don't understand your needs and they themselves are actually the negative connotation of selfishness. And my last example of an act of selfishness would be personal time. This again kind of goes into self-care days, but this could be taking a vacation, some days off from work, just to like simply relax and debrief. You could ignore texts and social media, um, just to center yourself and focus on you. I would say give notice to those you're closest with before beginning or after concluding your hiatus just to be considerate and open with those around you who are close to you. Water break. Choosing to be selfish for yourself does not make you less selfless. Those that cannot understand that selfishness is actually a form of self-care have yet to discover the impact that it actually has on expanding self-love. Selfishness will promote gaining a broader emotional capacity as well as self-knowledge to apply in selfless acts. And this is why I say that you cannot be selfless without being selfish. We'll get more into that. Just wait a second. Just wait a second. I got it coming. Don't you worry, honey. Don't you worry. It's that spot. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm getting off track. Being selfless brings on a lot of positive connotations, such as building community, displaying generosity, being nurturing, and so on, right? However, a lot of times we may ignore the negatives of selflessness. Yes, there's negatives to selflessness. (laughs) I kind of hinted at this a little earlier, but sometimes the combination of selflessness and people pleasing can be a downward spiral. 
but that's if you're not aware. If an individual pours too much of their energy into someone else's cup and not enough into their own, this proves problematic as they are cheating themselves and may lose sense of self-worth. That is not okay. You never want to pour more into someone else's cup unless they pour the same amount of energy back into your cup. This is not to say it is problematic to be a people pleaser as this could actually add a healthy balance into a relationship and it can demonstrate caring and nurturing aspects. By the way, when I do say and mention relationships throughout this whole podcast, unless I say otherwise, always assume that I am speaking in general. When I say relationships, I am speaking of um, family relationships, friendship romantic, I'm speaking all in general. When balancing levels of selfishness and selflessness, taking care of others and pleasing others will actually add to our energy. It will feed our energy. And that's because it is gratifying to know that we can positively impact each other. But when you're doing this and you don't have that balance, it can shift things like far left. You're either going to be giving too much of yourself and leaving yourself with only a little bit of energy that you don't feel so great about yourself because you're giving so much of yourself to others. There are countless selfless acts that can be done for others, but some quick examples would be offering advice, supporting and believing in friends or those who are close to you, or just someone. It doesn't even have to be someone that's close to you. You should spread that love to all beings. Being an attentive listener, checking in on the well-being of others, giving back, being genuine, and forgiving. Forgiving is a, is a big thing. I, I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, forgiving is a really selfless act because you are putting aside you are putting aside how you feel and you are choosing to overcome something for the betterment of a relationship. You are not necessarily compromising at all. You are actually coming to full terms and understanding whatever the issue was and moving past it. You are letting go to let yourself gain that energy back. You are you are recharging yourself. When you forgive someone, I feel that soul in my soul. I feel as though as I am recharging myself, as if I'm giving my energy back to myself because it takes more energy to be mad at somebody than it does to forgive them. It can be hard to forgive, but it uses less energy and it honestly makes you feel better. It makes it hard to be on that uneven plane with somebody, honestly. I mean, if, of course, if they do something really, really harshly wrong or whatever, then you don't necessarily need to go to them, forgive them, but in your heart, you should forgive. You really should forgive. Even if that means you're not going to speak to someone ever again, you need to forgive for yourself. If not, you're carrying weight and baggage and you need to let that shit go. Let it go. Let it go. Selflessness is a great attribute to honestly have instilled within yourself, but there still needs to be a level of selfishness because you don't want to lose focus on you. You can't lose you. Just be sure to save some of that nurturing energy for yourself. Give yourself double that love so that you can emit it upon others around you and you won't feel so drained. 
So in conclusion, when being selfless, there should be no expectation on receiving something back from the other individual. Selflessness, in my opinion, comes from the heart, and it's something that you honestly do with generosity. So there's no give-to-get relationship within that. Selfishness, on the other hand, requires personal expectation and promises to self that will prioritize and fulfill your needs and wishes. So that's the difference between selflessness and selfishness. Selflessness, you don't expect anything back from the individual. It's not a give-to-get relationship. Whereas selfishness, you expect from yourself that you're going to give yourself that energy. You expect that you're going to meet your goals and you're going to prioritize them and you're going to fulfill your wishes, your needs, and desires. And just know that there must be a balance between selfishness and selflessness. Essentially, one cannot exist without the other. Like, it, j- it just can't happen, okay? It just, it's, it really can't. You can't be selfless without knowing how to be selfish and how to nurture yourself. Just as you can't be selfish without grasping the greater impact of selflessness and self-awareness. You live in this one body. You have this one moment. And you only have you. Your thoughts, your love, your wisdom, your goals, your energy, your soul. That's all you have. It's just you. This is all you. These are all things that make you you honestly though thoughts doesn't really make you you because you're not your thoughts so like don't get that twisted but your thoughts are coming from you it is a sense of you only you can guarantee that you'll show up for you at the end of the day (laughs) who's gonna be there you once you consistently show up for you it becomes second nature to show up for others because it won't be draining your energy and you'll be secure in knowing that you'll always have you and you're just genuinely showing up for others without any sense of obligation. And when that happens, you only depend on you. You have that independence. I think it's important that we all independently work to identify what levels of selfishness and selflessness we should exercise to ensure that we meet the balance we personally need. And to do this, I suggest exploring what selflessness and selfishness means to you. Um, explore the positives and the negatives because without negatives there aren't any positives and without any positives there aren't any negatives. I would say you should write it out and keep it as a reinforcing reminder of how you can actually spread eternal love because once you have a grasp on this then I feel like you have more of an understanding of self-love and when you have self-love you can radiate that upon other people because and you'll naturally radiate that feeling upon other people because they'll feel that sense of love within you and understand that loving themselves first is most important and then loving others will come second and it will come innately so no worry about that really quick i just also want to mention the fact that You know, it's interesting how in my pilot, I did define myself as selfless, um, but I truly believe the way that I got there is by being selfish for myself. And a lot of times there are people around me who are close to me that had called me selfish. And 
it bothered me until I had this realization that the selfishness that they were talking about was really for myself. And they just did not understand how I could be selfish for me. And it's like, I can't, I can't help everybody. I can't be there for everybody if I'm not there for myself. I need to be there for me before I can be there for someone else. Because if I'm not, I'm going to crumble. And then if I'm crumbled, how the hell am I supposed to help the next person? I just can't. So it's like the way that I got to selflessness, it's been a journey since I don't even know. I don't know. I feel like I've been very a very selfless person and I had and it took me a long time. It took me a long time to realize how to balance selfishness and selflessness. For me, I'm a very selfless person and like I give 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 that I've learned that I need to take a step back and learn to also take that energy and give it to myself. And that's why this episode is so important to me because I I relate to it so much. And there's just so many things that come to mind when I think of selflessness and I think of myself associated with that. And the way that I define it now in my mind is so much different than how I used to define it and how I used to act on it is also very different. Um, A lot of times... You know, my selflessness, it, it, it was very generous and very genuine. And so some people took advantage of that. And I had to learn to set boundaries for myself. Setting boundaries, it's a selfish act for myself that I needed in order to have a healthy amount of selflessness, a healthy level of self, selflessness. And so I just feel as though I learned about selfishness before I learned about selfishness. And I think today it's so important that we understand you need to have selfishness actually before you have selfishness because it's a backwards way of learning. At least for me, it felt very backwards where it was just like, oh, I need to give less of myself because I need that energy for myself. And it taught me a lot about me and the fact that I'm a very giving person and I'm a very caring person, but there are only certain individuals that deserve that amount of care and love. There are only a certain amount of individuals that deserve that amount of energy, not care and love. I take that back. That's not proper That's not a proper concept in my brain. That's why I had to pause for a moment. (laughs) And it needs to be balanced. You need to care just as much about others as you care about yourself and vice versa. You need balance within everything that you do. And if you don't have that balance, then you're bound to kind of crumble. Not crumble, but kind of crumble. Like kind of, like you kind of might crumble. I don't know, you may crumble, you may not. Because I didn't crumble off of selflessness. Uh, I mean, selflessness. I didn't crumble off of that selflessness. I, I learned from it and I learned how to properly use it as a tool and properly use it as a form of love. And um, I only really learned that when I chose to be selfish for me and chose to take a step back 
and to just focus on me and what I want and stop concerning myself so much on what other people want for me because no, this is my life. This is what I want to do. I'm going to do what I need to do to get to my goals and reach them and complete them. And no one's getting in my way except for me. Only you can get in your way. Only you are your op. You are the only obstacle. You are the only challenge in your way of reaching your goals. And at the end of the day, if you can't see that, then you are not taking a step back to understand yourself and understand what you're trying to reach, where you're trying to go. It's important to know that you can be your own hinder. It's important to know that. It's important to know that you do need this level of selfishness so that you can overcome these challenges within yourself. It's important to love you, understand you, be you, and just feel who you are and bring it out. Bring it out. Show them what you're all about. Let me stop rhyming. <laughs> I, I just want to say right now that I appreciate all of the support. I appreciate everybody tuning in, sharing, and you know, truly just like sitting here commending me for this. I am freaking baffled. I'm baffled. I'm enthralled. I have to stop doing these weird ass voices. This has been an amazing experience thus far. I am using my HR voice. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope I've impacted your thoughts today. I, I really do. I hope that Today's episode really makes you sit down and think about selflessness and selfishness and what that truly means to you, not as a whole, but to you, what it means. Like, I hope it makes you think a bit more in depth and reflect on your own selfish acts and your own selfless acts, whether they are positive or negative. I hope it makes you reflect on both sides of the spectrum. Comment your thoughts below. Do you agree or disagree with the concept that you can't truly be selfless without understanding selfishness, just as you can't be selfish without understanding selflessness? I'm not sure if you can comment on any podcast platforms, if anybody knows a way that we can have a um, what do you call that? Like a little, oh, what do you call that? Like a form. If, th if there's any way to have like a form for like those who are on the podcast platforms, that would be great. But I'm not sure if this is possible. So for the listeners, if you would like to, please head over to NCV TV on YouTube and you can partake in the comment section. I would like to Thank all the beautiful souls that tuned in today and support me. I am so blessed to have an audience and people who care to hear me speak. And um, until next time, stay humble and free on this earth. And we'll be back with another episode. <laughs> Bye.